0: Start engine!
1: It's time for the fastest hour of radio, Southern Race Week, with your host, William Barber.
0: Hello and welcome into this brand new week's edition of the Southern Race Week Radio podcast for you here on your favorite podcast location, whether it's iHeartRadio, iTunes, Spotify, or SoundCloud. We greatly appreciate you taking the time to download, listen in, and subscribe to the Southern Race Week Radio Podcast. My name is Alfie, and we're so honored and privileged to have you tuning into this week's edition of the podcast or any of our previous episodes of the Southern Race Week Radio Podcast. All they're available for you on our podcast page at either iHeartRadio, iTunes, Spotify, or SoundCloud. And also, don't forget about our social media platforms as well. You can like our Facebook page at facebook.com slash southernraceweek or follow follow us on Twitter at SRW Radio and also if you will feel to leave a comment suggestion or anything that is on your mind about the world of racing, you can always reach out to us via email as well at srwradio at yahoo.com. That is srwradio at yahoo.com. But on this special week's edition of the Southern Race Week Radio podcast, we're going to be recapping all the exciting action from the Thursday Thunder program at Atlanta Motor Speedway for the Legends and Bandoleros program. We'll be speaking with two of those championship drivers. But before we talk to those two Drivers, we will hear from the director of the Legends and Bendeleros program at Atlanta Motor Speedway, Ken Reagan, and then we'll hear from those two championship drivers, which include Pro Division Champion Jensen Jorgensen of Jorgensen Racing, and then also the 2023 Bandits Division Champion. Wyatt Coffee, who comes to us from the great state of Virginia. So we'll hear from those great guests coming up here in just moments on the uh, Southern Race Week Radio podcast. But uh, a lot going on in the world of racing. We had action this past weekend from the IndyCar Series and the NASCAR Xfinity and Cup Series. And then we got a full slate of racing action coming up. Uh, this weekend, and as far as the world of NASCAR is concerned, we're getting closer and closer to the playoffs. Now, for the Truck Series, they'll be kicking off the playoffs this weekend at the Lucas Oil indianapolis raceway park and then the xfinity series and cub series got three races left on the regular season this weekend at in indy next weekend at watkins glen and then in a couple of weekends we will wrap the regular season up at the daytona international speedway for the coke zero 400 and then at that point we will lock in the playoff drivers stand by As we bring you the racing recap from everything going on this past weekend here on Southern Race Week. As we take a look at the Truck Series playoff standings, as we mentioned, the regular season wrapped up a couple of weeks ago in the Truck Series. And here are the 10 drivers who are qualified and will be racing for a Truck truck Series championship here. In 2023, as the playoffs will kick off this weekend, as we mentioned in Indianapolis. Corey Hine is your number one ranked driver. Zane Smith is in second. Carson Hostover is in third. Christian Eckes in fourth. Grandfinger is fifth. Ty Majeski is sixth. Ben Rhodes seventh. Nick Sanchez is eighth. Matt DiBenedetto is ninth. And Matt Crafton will round out the top ten for the run to a championship. In the truck series now here's a look at the results of what happened this past weekend though in the Xfinity series John Henry Nemechek raced to his fifth NASCAR Xfinity series victory this year pulling away over the last seven laps after making contact with a teammate early in the competition this past Saturday at Michigan International Speedway Josh Berry was second followed by Brandon Jones and Ty Gibbs who was bumped from behind by Nemechek his Joe Gibbs racing teammate, on lap 12. And taking a look at the current points standings right now in the Xfinity Series, John Hunter Nemechek is your number one ranked driver. He's got five wins on the season. Austin Hill is in second with four wins on the season. And John Hunter and Austin Hill are tied for points to try to win the regular season championship in the Xfinity series. Cole Custer is your third-ranked driver with two wins in the season. Justin Allgaier is in fourth with a win. Sam Mayer is in fifth position with a win. Chandler Smith is sixth with a win. Sammy Smith is in seventh position with a win. And Jeb Burton is in eighth position with a win. And then spots nine through 12 are into the playoffs right now via points as these drivers do not have a win so far this season. Josh Berry is in ninth, Daniel Hemrick in 10th, Riley Herbst is 11th, and Sheldon Creed rounding out the top 12. Over to the Cubs series, Chris Buescher has earned half of his four career NASCAR Cup series victories in a stunning nine-day stretch of success. Busher won his second straight NASCAR Cup Series race by holding off point leader Martin Truix Jr. late in the Firekeepers 400 on Monday and is surging with his top performance toward the end of the regular season. This is what team owner of RFK Racing Brad Keslowski, said following the victory.
1: Thrilled to death for our company. There's a lot of people really just working their guts out and trying to push and uh, uh, thrilled for Chris, thrilled for our team and uh, just a, a big weekend for us overall. Big two weekends.
0: Here's what Chris Bush tried to say to the media following the victory. Felt like we were the, the most competitive forward uh, at, at the racetrack, and uh, we're able to uh, to get that win through um, a lot of hard work, some great strategy, and uh, uh, an extra day on the, on the schedule, so um, pretty cool. Marek Tricks Jr. finishing second, Denny Hamlin in third, Brad Keselowski is fourth, and Kyle Larson rounding out The top five. And take a look at the current point standings right now in the Cup Series. William Byron with four wins in the season as your number one ranked driver. Martin Truex Jr. is in second position with three wins in the season. But as of right now, Martin Truex Jr. is your overall points leader in the race for the regular season championship in the Cup Series. Kyle Busch is in third position with three wins. Denny Hamlin is in fourth with two wins. Kyle Larson is in fifth position with two wins. Chris Buescher is in sixth position with two wins. Christopher Bell is in 7th with a win Ross Chastain is 8th with a win Ryan Blaney is ninth with a win Joey Nagano is 10th with a win Tyler Reddick is in 11th with a win And Ricky Stenhouse Jr. is in 12th position And into the playoffs with a win Spots 13th through 16 Are into the playoffs right now via points These drivers did not have win do not have a win On the season as of yet That's Kevin Harvick in 13th position Brad Keselowski is in 14th Bubba Wallace is in 15th position And Ty Gibbs Rounding out the top 16. Take a look at the results of what happened this past weekend in the IndyCar Series. Kyle Kirkwood used a combination of smart strategy and raw speed to win the Big Machine Music City Grand Prix this past Sunday on the streets of Nashville. Kirkwood from Jupiter, Florida, earned the second IndyCar Series win of his career and this season, both on street circuits. In the number 27 AutoNation Honda, fielded by Andretti Autosports. Scott McLaughlin was your runner-up. Alex Palau finishing third. Joseph Newgarden in fourth, and Scott Dixon rounding out the top five. Taking a look at the current point standings right now for the IndyCar Series Championship, Alex Palau continues to hold on to the number one ranking. Joseph Newgarden is in second, Scott Dixon in third, Scott McLaughlin in fourth, Marcus Erickson is fifth, and Pato Award rounds out the top six. And of course, the NHRA was not in action this past weekend, but to check out the latest in the point standings right now and the different classifications that race in the NHRA, just head on over to NHRA.com. And taking a look at all the action coming up this weekend in the world of racing, NHRA, IndyCar, and NASCAR will all be in action. As for the NHRA series, they'll be in Topeka, Kansas, coming up August 11th through the 13th for the Heartland Nationals. And then in the IndyCar Series, there'll be an action on the Indianapolis Motor Speedway Road Course, as they'll have a weekend with NASCAR as well. But that IndyCar Series race, the Gallagher Grand Prix, will be on August 12th. The green flag will drop at 2 p.m. Eastern Time. You can catch the action on the USA Network Peacock. And also for the radio side, the IndyCar Radio Network will have the coverage, which will be simulcast on Sirius XM Radio. As for NASCAR, the Craftsman Truck Series will be in action on Friday, August 11th for the T-Sport 200. The green flag will drop at 9 p.m. Eastern Time from the Lucas Oil Indianapolis Raceway Park. You can catch the race on FS1 and listen to the coverage provided by the Motor Racing Network, which can also be heard on Series XM NASCAR Channel 90. The Xfinity Series will be racing on Saturday, August 12th. From the Indianapolis Motor Speedway Road Course for the Pennzoil 150, presented by Advanced Auto Parts, that'll be on Saturday, August 12th. The green flag will drop at 5.30 p.m. Eastern Time. You can catch the race on the USA Network, and then also radio coverage will be provided by the Indianapolis Motor Speedway Radio Network which will be simulcast on Sirius XM NASCAR Channel 90. And then the Cup Series will race on Sunday, August 13th, for the Verizon 200 at the Brickyard at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway Road Course. That'll be on Sunday, August 13th. The green flag will drop at 2.30 p.m. Eastern Time. You can catch the race on the Big NBC and then the race, uh, the radio coverage will be provided by the Indianapolis Motor Speedway Radio Network, which will be simulcast on Sirius XM NASCAR channel 90. So there you go. That's your racing recap from all the action from this past weekend and previewing all the racing action coming up this weekend here on the Southern Race Week Radio Podcast. Hey guys,
2: Dave Burns from NBC here. You're listening to Southern Race Week. Hi race fans. Welcome back to this edition of Southern Race Week right here on your Great Racing Station. The show that gives you radio and podcast to all your favorite podcast locations. I'm William Barber, a.k.a. WB, and on the old Food Depot hotline with us this week as we get ready to um, wind it down, the old uh, legend series at Atlanta Motor Speedway is my longtime friend and NASCAR legend, Ken Reagan. Ken, welcome to the show, sir. Welcome back to the show, should I say.
3: Well, thank you. It's always um, fun to get on and talk with you and talk about the legends of Battle Arrow program out here at Atlanta Motor Speedway you know what a fun ride it's been for a lot of us you know for actually 26 years now we'll we'll be finishing up the 26 year since we uh started thirsty Thunder way back in the night of what the uh, 1990s
2: so yeah now you're showing how old how old I am and how long we've known each other cuz I remember the day that you called me because I had the TV deal at the time uh, locally in Henry County and, and surrounding counties on the south Side with Charter. And uh, you called me up and said, we're about to start this legends program down here and I want you to come tape it and put it on TV. And I said, who in the heck is going to want to watch that? And then when I went down there and watched it, man, it was unbelievable. And to see that it's been going on for all these years and to see all the drivers that have come out of that, whether they went to NASCAR, they went to Xfinity Series, whether they went to the Truck Series, or they just simply went to racing late models and still come back to race legends uh, from time to time. It is amazing, Ken Reagan. You've done a great job, my friend. Well,
3: we've had a lot of fun and we've enjoyed it, but you know, I can almost remember like it was yesterday, the call that I got from Ed Clark and, and Humpy Wheeler, and certainly Humphrey will go down as one of the all time greatest, you know, promoters and yep and innovators in our sports. You know, he just had all of these exotic ideas along the way and The Legends cars, uh, you know, was one of them. And the Bandolero cars, you know, came a few years after he started Legends car racing. But I was fortunate to uh, timings everything. I had just bailed out of driving a little bit myself. And the opportunity was good. We had David. He was 10 years old and had interest in racing. And so I came up to Atlanta Motor Speedway and we started the Legends program here. Kind of the intent. Was to do a program here in Atlanta similar to what they were doing in Charlotte with the Summer Shootout, and uh, Ed Clark really got his arms around it, and uh, you know he he certainly um, massaged this thing year after year after year after year, and and just kept it rolling here at Atlanta Motor Speedway. And you're right, it's give a lot of, of kids the opportunity and families the opportunity to come through a, a racing program that that. Um, wasn't totally out of control with the with the cost of coming out and driving race cars and having fun with the family. You know, it was affordable. And I, I'd like to, while we're talking, to give a shout out to Ed Clark. You know, not only a, a, a friend of mine and yours and to a, 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 a tons of people in motorsports, but you know, this Saturday, this coming week is the induction ceremony up at Dawsonville for the inductees that are going into the Georgia racing hall of fame. Uh, each year they induct five new members to the Georgia racing hall of fame. And Ed Clark is one of the five that's going into the hall of fame this, this weekend. And, uh, certainly he deserves that. Um, uh, it's been a long time coming in my opinion, but, uh, I'll be up there over the weekend and, and, and certainly, uh, Enjoy that moment, for Ed Clark. So you know, shout out to Ed for all that he's done in Georgia for motorsports, and 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 certainly being the, the brain, so to speak, behind the the legends of Georgia program over the past twenty five years.
2: When we say he got behind it, he got behind it, and he got in it. He uh, he, well, he did. I mean, he did. He, he if it had four wheels, and 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 it was a chance to get on that Atlanta Motor Speedway track, he was in it. He was on it, yeah. man. I never, you know. Rick Rick
3: Menner uh, kind of uh, steers this uh, committee yep. that selects the five inductees and and the five finalists. and he called me back when they were looking at the 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 ones that were on the list for this year, and wanted to get a few uh, uh, of the facts and all on Ed Clark's racing career out here. And you know it was impressive. I mean, you know, Ed raced. Uh, the legends cars and the thunder roaster cars for years yep. and won a lot of races. And you know, when he got behind the wheel in his legends car, <laughs> it was serious business. I know yeah. everybody was his friend in the garage, but when they throw the green flag out there, even his friends, you know, had to deal with him. It oh, was yeah. fun to watch and oh, yeah. fun for them. And, uh, you know, uh, we, we still have a lot of fun talking about that. And, and by the way, Bill Flemings, cool, 75 years old. Wow. Is still is motivated and fired up about driving legends cars or race cars as he's ever been. He's our 2023 Masters uh, Legends Car Champion from the championship night that we just had here at the Speedway. And when he won that championship last Thursday, I sent out a group text to all of the old, not all of them, but the the, the master drivers, you know, the Skip Nichols and the Ed Clarks and the David Moores and uh, Bob Bennett's and, you know, all the ones, uh, Tony Ombruch to Jim Gresham, the ones that it raced with Bill over the years out right. here. Right. And I said, Guys, look, we've all kind of backed off of our driving days, but Bill Flemings is still hungry and still at it. So, uh, you know, he got a lot of thumbs up, you know, from his old competitors and I don't know. I, I got a feeling that Bill Flemings might be fired up and talking about coming back again next year. We'll see.
2: Anytime you get a chance to uh go out to Atlanta Motor Speedway. Check out the Legends program. It's a great program to do. It's a great program that Ken Reagan, who's on the Old Food Depot hotline, with us today on this edition of Southern Race Week. How much longer will the shop be open for people to come out and, you know, uh, take a look at cars, maybe test drive one, or maybe get a uh, lesson from someone on getting and driving a car, a Legends car at Atlanta Motor Speedway? Well,
3: we're here. You know, we're, we're here from January through December. We take a couple of weeks off, you know, in late December uh, through the January 1st holiday to go home and enjoy Christmas and, and New Year's with our families. But uh, we'll be here each, each day in the afternoon hours, Monday through Friday, unless we're off on the weekend racing. We've got a couple of more events here in Atlanta this fall. we got three or four up at Lanier. we got two or three or four down at Cordeal. We might throw in some road racing up at Atlanta Motorsports Park. But the off-season that we call it is a good time for families to come out. We've got more time to spend with them, do a test drive with them. And actually, we'll have a driving school. You know, we'll start signing up people here over the next 30 days for a driving school we'll do. That'll give them a good, good chance to kind of come out and spend some one-on-one time with some of our better racers that will help us with the school. So it's a good time on up until the middle of December. We'll be here, and we'll be at it. We'll be getting our um, targets and all set up for next year to come back after the holiday and gear it up and go again in 2024.
2: Well, i tell you what, folks. If y'all want more information on the Legends program, you can go to atlantamotorspeedway.com, or you can just simply just drive drive out there and drive through the tunnel like I do and just go out there. Hey, Ken, i got to say, this is the probably the first interview or the first time that we've had you on the Old Food Depot hotline here that somebody has not walked in, and you've had to say hey to while we were yes. doing the interview. This is a rare occasion, folks. Y'all just don't know how tickled I am about this. <laughs> <laughs>
3: well it, it, it it's all worked out in the past and it'll continue to work yeah we're sitting in the infield of atlanta motor speedway and um they can get on the atlanta motor speedway uh website and click on the link the legends find out a little bit about us but we're here in the afternoon hours every day and uh the tunnel is normally
2: open. Uh, just give us a call. Come on out. We'll take care of you. Ken Reagan, folks. Uh, legend in the NASCAR circuit. Ken, you know, we talked about Ed Clark, and we talked about all the great folks. Uh, I am honored to be a, a voting member of the uh, of the Georgia Hall of Fame. But, um, you know, you raced when you raced in NASCAR. Now, I, I want to give you a chance. I don't, you know, I normally do this, but I want you to toot your horn a little bit, too. I mean, you raced uh, with some of the some of the legends that the like, you uh, in NASCAR, and um, what do you think that you know? And your son raced in NASCAR. Your son coaches NASCAR drivers. Your son is an analyst for NASCAR. I mean, you've seen this sport transition, and I'm not just talking about NASCAR. I'm talking about racing. Period. You've seen this sport transition over the years. What do you think is the best thing, or maybe some of the highlights? Of some of the great things that has happened in this sport.
3: Well, you know, certainly over the years, TV's changed it all, and uh, but you know, probably TV's changed the whole world. I I know um, there's a lot of things that they've thrown out uh, to the fans in NASCAR that have been received, you know, very well. There's a few that that some of the drivers and 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 the and the teams probably don't like, but. Um, you know, I, I have, I've seen it change a lot. I know my dad raced, uh, had race cars that ran out here at Lakewood down at Central City Park. We'd go down to Daytona for the beach races and race on the beach. And that was back in the 50s and 60s. And, you know, for my career in, in the late 70s, 80s, and into the 90s, and now with David, it it certainly has changed. But I, I sometimes sit and wonder, I wonder what Kell Yarber would say. If he was out here racing and the caution flag come out, and 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 Leonard Wood would say, okay, Cale, you can come on up and pass the pace car. Uh, we got the lucky dog. <laughs> I, I can kind of imagine Kale would say, Leonard, lucky what? If I can't pass the leader under the green flag condition, I don't want a lap back. I don't want nobody giving me nothing. That's kind of the approach, and I think – Drivers like David Pearson or Terrell Yarbrough, some of them would take. uh, They didn't want anybody to give them anything on the racetrack. They wanted to get after it when the green flag was out. And I kind of miss a little bit of that sort of racing, you know, in NASCAR like it used to be. But you're not going to turn the hands of time back. It's not ever going back to the way it was. And, yeah, I'm just thankful and and, uh, appreciative of the fact that I got to – I got to spend my my life, you know, around racing back in the 60s, 70s, 80s.
2: Ken Reagan on the Old Food Depot hotline, the director of the Atlanta Motor Speedway Legends Program. If y'all like more information on the Legends Program, go check out atlantamotorspeedway.com.
1: Hey, this is Brandon Jones, and you're listening to Southern Race Week.
0: All right, welcome back to the special week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio for you here along the far-flung Southern Race Week Radio Network. It's Alfie. As we continue on with this week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio along with the Southern Race Week Radio podcast as we're doing a special edition of Southern Race Week Radio as we recap all the action that took place this year during the Thursday Thunder program at Atlanta Motor Speedway. And we're very honored and privileged to welcome our next guest here via the Food Depot hotline as he's one of the many champions that were crowned at Atlanta Motor Speedway just a couple of Thursdays ago. He is from the great city of Stockbridge, Georgia, and he won the WJP Investment Pros Division Championship there at Thursday Thunder. Ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome in Mr. Jensen Jorgensen. Mr. Jorgensen, thank you so much for taking the time to join us this week here on Southern Race Week Radio. Hopefully you're having a great day today, my friend.
1: Absolutely, I always love your your bright entrances.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey, when we have a champion on the line, we got to give him a big deal introduction and congratulations to you, Jensen. You're able to capture yourself your first championship at Thursday Thunder at Atlanta Motor Speedway. And when I had the opportunity to interview you at the uh, Thursday Thunder just a couple of Thursdays ago, uh, you were mentioning to me that um, you know the championship had eluded you uh, in the years that you've raced at Thursday Thunder. So tell me the feeling now you won the last race of the year and the championship. So tell me about the win and then tell me about hoisting that championship cup as you are now one of the champions of the Thursday thunder series.
1: Yeah, for sure. So, uh, when I talked to you in the beginning of the summer, you know, I didn't necessarily know, uh, kind of how the rest of the season play out based off of all the previous years. But as the season went on, we kind of kept having some successful weeks there. And, uh, you know, had had the mentality that we're going to start points racing and uh, you know try to try to play Ken's pass the point game and and uh, it all seemed to work out and you know uh, going into the last race of the year or the season I uh, basically had it locked up just had to start the race um, and kind of when I took that first lap it was uh, at that point it was it was uh, it was going all for the win
0: and your sister who was also part of that division was not able to race due to injury but she was there to support you I saw her out there uh, cheering you on as you were out there racing how important was it for you to have your sister there cheering you on and there by your side as you were racing for this championship
1: oh it's fantastic you know we have such a close relationship um and kind of funny how uh you know all the years past that i've, I've tried hard for the championship and, and never been able to do it but this year i have to kind of give her credit for it too she had to fill in for me uh week week two so uh, yeah, I was on my honeymoon with my wife, so she had to fill in for me to remain in contention for the championship, and I appreciated that a lot. She knew she was going to miss a couple weeks uh, early on in the year uh, for for personal reasons, and then uh, so she filled in for me, and uh, I was able to kind of kind of keep keep track of the points for that, and uh, you know didn't have to flush my flushed my uh, season down the toilet uh, to begin with. So she helped me out a lot there. So we're, we're just really close, um, just helping each other out. And that, that's always been a unique relationship with us is that we actually race against each other. So um, we, we actually use it as kind of a benefit to our competitors, you know, being able to, to relate to each other and, and, and really have just a really close teammate out on the racetrack at the same time. So, uh, yeah, I appreciate her help throughout the season a lot. And, uh, you know, it's it, not just help, it turned into support by the end of the year when she uh, she, she got out there to uh, watch me capture the championship.
0: Speaking with WJP Investment Pros Division Champion uh, Jensen Jorgensen on this special week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio, we recap all the acts from this year at Atlanta Motor Speedway for the uh, Legends and Bandoleros programs, uh, Thursday Thunder races at AMS, as I mentioned, and. And uh, Jensen, you know, obviously, as you said, you were leading the points battle going into the final two races of the evening. And I know you said pretty much you had confidence that you were going to be able to hold on to that championship. Was there any part of your mind that were kind of like a little apprehensive and not sure about what was going to happen at the end of the evening?
1: Well, based on uh, past experiences, uh, the last week of Thursday Thunder is always an insane week. I, don't, I think a lot of people just get desperate and people just try to get that last little, little bit of uh, glory they can get for the season. But, uh, so yeah, I mean, I was a little worried just maybe how the race was going to go. But um, we kind of did all the mathematics after the first race of the evening. Uh, that was week seven of around seven of Thursday Thunder. And mathematically, I basically had it won. So I just had to take the green flag of the race. So kind of uh, once we figured out we weren't going to have a mechanical failure and I took the green flag, I mean, it was on from there. I, uh, you know. The race itself, kind of, always thought maybe something could happen, but to have the championship already locked up, kind of, kind of eased all those nerves, and uh, it just kind of got me behind the seat, and I wanted to win that race and and end it with a bang.
0: Now, to win a championship in any sport, you need some great people around you. I know, that besides your sister, your family, I'm sure you got a lot of friends that are helping you out. I'm sure you got some sponsors that have been there to help you out. Tell us, uh, I want to give you an opportunity to to give you a chance to thank all the great people that have been there for you to help you out and to help you uh, win this championship at Thursday Thunder.
1: Yeah, for sure. So it, it basically starts with my dad. I mean, he uh, we're actually trucking up to Charlotte right now. He spends a lot of his uh, his free time doing this stuff. So it starts with him. And uh, Blast for Epoxy Floors is our business, and, you know, that's what pays for it. So uh, all the hard work with all of our crew there um, is, is why we're able to take take days off in the middle of the week and go race. And so I'd like to thank them. Uh, Chad and Mark Narnstead, they were a big help this season too, um, with all their, uh, their knowledge on the cars. And they traveled down from North Carolina with their customers racing and, and helped us out a lot there. And Doug Stevens with all his technology over at, um, a 77 speed shop. He's, he's been, you know, he's fantastic with the chassis work and the, and the brake work. So I'd like to thank him and, uh, you know, just all of our family and friends for support. And, um, you know, We had family come out there we, the last round of the year to, to watch me win the championship, and we celebrated the next evening uh, with a bunch of our family. So I got a lot of support from the family members, and I uh, can't, can't miss my wife. She, she lets me do it, <laughs> she, um, you know, she, and she don't just let me do it. She loves it. So uh, you know, having a wife that is so supportive of what I do is, uh, is fantastic as well.
0: Well, Jensen, if our listeners want to follow along with you and keep up with what's going on throughout your career and everything going on in your racing, where can they go to keep up with you and follow along?
1: Yeah. So basically all of my, uh, social media handles are at Jensen Jorgensen. It's a good mixture of my personal life and, uh, my racing. So that's big there. And, uh, yeah, for sure. So we got some big stuff in the making too, uh, coming up with the, the late model stuff. Um, we're trying to hit some of the five flags races down there with the pro late model and, and hope to, uh, have some, uh, support down there at, uh, speed fest or, I mean, uh, the Snowflake this year, uh, with the pro late model. So, um, yeah, uh, maybe maybe some support from anybody would be great for that. Some sponsorship help, but uh, if not, we we still plan on going and hitting and uh, you know doing some big things coming up.
0: Hey everybody, this is Chris King, driver of the Howards Cams Competition Products NHRA Nitro
2: Funny Car, and you're listening to Southern Race Week Radio.
0: All right, welcome back to this brand new week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio for you here along the far flung Southern Race Week Radio Network. It's Alfie as we continue our. Brand new week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio, along with the Southern Race Week Radio podcast. As we have a special edition of Southern Race Week Radio, as we're recapping all the action from Thursday Thunder in 2023 with the Legends and Benaleros program. And we got another special guest, another champion from the Thursday Thunder program, joining us here on the Food Depot Hotline. He's from Waynesboro, Virginia. And he comes all the way to Atlanta to compete in the Thursday Thunder program and came away with a championship. Ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome in Mr. Wyatt! and uh wyatt uh, thank you so much for taking the time to join us this week here on southern race week radio sir hopefully you're having a great day today my friend thank you so congratulations on the uh, championship wyatt there at a thursday thunder atlanta motor speedway mm-hmm. must have been a huge huge evening for you tell us a little bit about not only the evening but your season throughout uh, 2023 at the thursday thunder program at atlanta motor speedway it was just a great season to continue on. and just come out on top of everyone. And uh, since this is your first time here on uh, Southern Race Week Radio, we'd love to learn a little bit about how you got into racing. Although you're extremely young, how, you're like 10 years old, right? Is that right? Yeah. So tell us a little bit of how you got into uh, racing.
4: Well, my grandpa really just started racing late models and all, so I just grew up watching. Then my dad started, and it just became a habit, just wanting to go racing.
0: So it kind of started off as a little bit of a hobby for you, then. Yeah. And then it kind of grew into now. Uh, I, even though you're 10 years old, it for you is it is it still a hobbies thing, or or is it something you would like to pursue as you get older and to maybe turn it into a, a career? It would probably be turning into a career. What's the ultimate goal for you? Where would you like to be when you get to the point where you're you know a little bit older and and you've been racing for a while? What what would you like to do? Um, NASCAR. You want to be in the Cup Series? Yeah. Who are some of the drivers that you you enjoy watching, or or even some of the drivers that you might learn a bit a little bit from? Was as, as uh, in in your driving style? Uh, I
4: probably say Kyle Larson.
0: What do you enjoy about Kyle Larson and the way he drives?
4: Uh, I like how he races people clean.
0: So you're a clean racer. Yes. So tell us about the championship situation because it was pretty much a, a tight race for you in in winning that championship. So uh, give us your mindset as you're kind of racing those last couple of races to uh, secure yourself with that championship.
4: Yeah, it was just, like, super tight between me and Wayne, so I knew I just had to finish good and try to finish in front of him.
0: And we're speaking with Wyatt Coffey here of Waynesboro, Virginia, on this week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio, as he is the Abandoned Divisions champion at the Thursday Thunder program at Atlanta Motor Speedway. So you're from Waynesboro, Virginia. Tell us a bit about where you grew up. How, how's the community around there and, and the people you grew up with? It's, like, really nice. It's normally hot, though, so... And being a young driver and being a young racer, I'm sure your friends think it's really cool what you do. So tell me a little bit about your friends and and how they think about what you do for a living as far as going out and racing week in and week out.
4: They think it's really fun. Most of them like to come sometimes.
0: Sweet. And what do they think when they come out and actually watch you race? Are they they impressed, or do they get kind of blown away with what you're doing out there because... uh, it is, a, you know, it's a very dangerous sport, no doubt. Yeah. As far as your driving style and, and all of that, as you said, you, you race extremely safe. You're, you're very careful out there with your competitors. Um, do you feel that being kind and and not being such a rough racer with your competitors helps you when you're racing against them? As far as if you guys are close together... They're not tempted to try to take you out because you do race them clean. Yeah.
4: Not like this year I've been like 60-some races, and I've won like
0: 27 in like 27 seconds. Oh, wow. Very, very impressive. Now, of all the tracks that you've gone out and raced at, I know you've done Atlanta Motor Speedway. I know you are you also race at Charlotte Motor Speedway. Uh, what tracks have you visited and raced at that you really enjoy racing the most at? Probably Charlotte and Atlanta. Well, what makes the, those two tracks very enjoyable for you to race at? I think they just said my style. You know, to do this weekend and week out takes a lot of support, a lot of family, a lot of sponsors. Uh, I want to give you an opportunity to to talk about and recognize the people who help you out weekend and week out to be able to get to Atlanta, Charlotte, and all these tracks that you go out and race at. Yeah, I I just
4: can't thank Mike
0: Gordon for helping me with that. And all the traveling, tell me about the traveling. Now, do you live in in Virginia and and trek down here, or do you kind of live? somewhere during the summer where you can kind of get back and forth between both Charlotte and Atlanta. How's that situation like?
4: We have to travel from Virginia, so.
0: Do you enjoy the road trips? Do you enjoy traveling and, and going from home to, to Atlanta and Charlotte? Do you kind of enjoy those, those trips? Yeah, I enjoy it for the most part. And how much hands-on do you do with the cars? I mean, I know a lot of drivers are kind of hands-off and, and just do the driving, but with you personally, how involved are you with the maintenance of your vehicle? Uh, I really just tell them what's wrong with the car and just try to help, but a lot. And besides uh, Charlotte and Atlanta, have you raced anywhere else? And or if you haven't, what what tracks would you love to have an opportunity uh, to uh, race at? I've ran at 15
4: different tracks this year. So. Wow.
0: Of those 15, is is there is there one that you feel that you're more successful at and you'd run better at? Uh, probably Atlanta. Well, let me ask you: if our listeners out there want to keep up with you, follow along with your progress and also uh, keep up with your, your racing career, uh, where can they go to get information about you? On social media, or do you have uh, a they website? Can go, they can go to
4: Wyatt Confederation
0: on Facebook. All right, perfect. All right, well, uh, uh, Wyatt, we really appreciate you taking the time to join us here on, on Southern Race Week Radio, sir. Good luck to you on your uh, rest of your season. What, what's on your what's on your calendar once you're done? Obviously, Atlanta's finished. You'll we'll be finishing up Charlotte here as well this week. Um, do you have any other plans set in stone yet as far as what you're going to be doing racing-wise uh, for the rest of the year? Or is it kind of just uh, as we kind of go along, you'll you'll pick races up here and there? Uh, I'll
4: probably run about another 20 or so races because I'm running for the national championship and all stuff.
0: So. And how's that coming along? Because I know that's a big, big deal. You're getting points through that as well for all the races you're doing at Atlanta and Charlotte. So how's that uh, progress coming along for you in, in the point standings there?
4: Uh, for right now, I'm leading it by, like, three wins or something. So, oh, wow.
0: and then the finals will be – when will the finals be for that?
4: Uh, Charlotte.
0: And w- what's the date for that? Is that – August –
1: 12. Hey, it's Austin Hill, and you're listening to Southern Race Week.
0: All right, welcome back to this brand new week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio for you here along the far flung Southern Race Week Radio Network. It's Alfie as we wrap up this brand new week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio along with the Southern Race Week Radio podcast as we had a special edition of Southern Race Week Radio, as we take a look at all the excitement of the Thursday Thunder program from 2023 at Atlanta Motor Speedway, all the great legends and bandolero races and drivers that participated in this year's edition of the Thursday Thunder program, and thanks to our great guests, which includes Ken Reagan, the director of the Legends and Bandoleros program at Atlanta Motor Speedway, and then also two of the championship drivers from that great event, thanks to Wyatt Coffey of Waynesboro, Virginia, who was the Bandit Division's champion, and then also from Stockbridge, Georgia, Jensen Jorgensen, who was the WJP Investments Pro Division champion. So thanks to those great guests for joining us here on this special Thursday Thunder edition of Southern Race Week Radio, and if you want to go back and listen to this exciting edition of Southern Race Week Radio or any of our past episodes, you can check out the Southern Race Week Radio podcast. For instance, this edition of Southern Race Week Radio will be available for you as a podcast on Monday at iHeartRadio, iTunes, Spotify, and SoundCloud. So if you get an opportunity, just check out one of those great podcast locations. Go to the search, type in Southern Race Week, download, listen, and subscribe to the Southern Race Week radio podcast. And also don't forget about our social media platforms where we deliver to you the latest in racing news and information 24 hours a day, seven days a week from NHRA, IndyCar, NASCAR, as well as everything going on in the grassroots of racing on the short track programs of short tracks all over the USA. So check us out on Facebook and like our page at facebook.com slash Southern Race Week or follow us on Twitter at SRW Radio. So enjoy the rest of your weekend and we'll catch back with you next week right here for all new week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio along the far flung Southern Race Week Radio Network.